And a medium iced coffee, caramel. Medium caramel iced coffee? No sugar. We got one more, then. All right, man. Andy. And let me go ahead and get a double cheeseburger, man. No, uh, Only ketchup, man. No pickles, no mustard, no onions, man. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this side. Nigga, that is not what I was trying to play. Relax, nigga. Relax. Anyway, so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me get this out of the way. I am not supposed to be here today. What the fuck is going on, everybody? It's your boy Q, the host of the Three Day Weekend Podcast. Come on. I'm in this B right now. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm going to apologize in advance. I am fucking hung over as hell. Oh, there I go again in the first 30 seconds saying a cuss word. I shouldn't do that. A curse word. I'm sorry. I should say that instead. But whatever. We in this place, man. If you heard that first you know, little snippet there, that was from a very long night. A good night at that. A very long night, though, but a very... Oh, it was a tough night in terms of the alcohol because, you know, I can blame it on the alcohol, blame it on the... I had to do that last night, man. It shit was... It was lit, but it was fucking crazy. But I will tell you, man, I'm here to give y'all a good show. I got a lot to get into today. There is just so much going on in this world today. I'm like, you know what? I got to touch on a whole bunch of shit because there's just way too much happening. So welcome to the three-day weekend podcast with your host big q i'm gonna need you to tune in and lock in and listen up because we about to get into it all right y'all That's been my shit all week, y'all. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I have been killing that song, man. That's my shit. Like, um, yo, if you hear that, you in the summer right now, top down riding. You got a baddie in your passenger seat. Come on. She got the sundress on, the wind going crazy. You sitting there with your sunglasses on. You cooling. You feeling amazing. Got put put that song all the way up. Come on, that's an unbeatable sound, an unbeatable feeling. You feel me? But yo, that's Mystery Lady by Masego and Don Tolliver. If you really want to, go ahead and play that because I'm telling you that shit is gas. But I want to start off by smoking on that dr seuss pack because that is what the fuck we doing right now and i know i'm kind of late on that whole thing but i mean what do you want me to do man we, we, we smoking on that dr seuss pack like i'm sorry new i pack in the edits guess what he still be alive right now if you niggas ain't gas him up okay i'm sorry he probably would not still be alive right now uh either way he is dead um, that's a whole other thing and why cancel culture is kind of nuts because how we canceling dead niggas just like how they cancel Michael Jackson. Nigga dead, they still talking about Michael Jackson. I'm telling you that shit is all a lie. It's all a hoax. Don't believe anything you hear about the GOAT, MJ. But we got a lot to get into. Hold on, let's get into it. 
I want to say, first and foremost, I hope you got your stimulus check because I got mine, baby. I'm lit. Hold on, let me fix my mic. I got my fucking stimmy. You know what that means for me? Ooh, I'm shopping. I'm shopping. I'm sorry I'm not going to go out and start an LLC. I'm not going to get a business venture going. I'm not going to partner up and combine somebody else's 1400 with mine. I'm just going to, you know, um, spend it on clothes, you know? I won't spend the 1400 all in one place. I won't spend it all in one item. I'm not going to buy stocks. I'm not going to buy Dogecoin. Oh, we go under the fucking moon. Yeah, we really were, huh? Lost about uh, I lost a good amount of money on that. I'm not even going to say that right here because I feel like a fucking douchebag. So I'm not going to worry about that right now. But I was thinking um, if maybe I should do like a, a name change. You know, I like the three-day weekend podcast. My name is Fire. I love it. People tell me they love it. But I was thinking something more along the lines of what I'm doing here. Because when I made that name up, when I created the three-day weekend podcast, I wasn't um i didn't have an i i didn't have a solid idea of what i was going to be doing of course i had an idea i had my topics but i didn't really know you don't really know until you do it you're 18 weeks in and you're like damn i'm talking about all type of shit my name doesn't really match anymore so i'm thinking of a name change and i have i have a name i was thinking um a lot of people i don't think they're gonna get it um but I was thinking of going to, so uh, if you know Biggie, I was going to think of going to one of his famous lines. He said, fat, black, and ugly as ever. I'm not ugly, so I'm not going with that line. But I was going to go, flat, fat, black, and funny as ever. That, to me, is hard because it plays off the line. I obviously talk about music a ton. I play music a ton. That's me. I'm the embodiment of hip-hop. So, to me, that's hard. And then it kind of just, it's, it's a play on the, the whole ugly thing because you know a nigga is not ugly. I'm not ugly. But I'm fat and I'm black and I'm funny as ever. So I'm thinking about it, y'all. Let me know how you feel about it. If you do listen to this, you know, we'll probably talk about it. Um, and, and and really let me know how you're feeling on this whole thing because I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it. So I never told you guys why I was even thinking of, well, excuse me, on why I... um smoking on that dr seuss pack so dr seuss is a f racist okay um might not come as a shock to a lot of y'all but it definitely came as a shock to me man because i was fucking with them green eggs and ham you ever had green eggs and ham probably not but come on man them books was fire them shits was straight classics and you know to see a lot of the old books and cartoons that he was fucking with that shit is crazy just all Negro types, Negro hating shit. And we get, we got no room for that. Okay, it's 2021. We trying to cancel a bunch of other shit. Dr. Seuss can go with him. Dr. Seuss can take his old dusty, wrinkly, skull, skeleton looking ass out and, and get the fuck out. Because we don't have no time for that, no place for that. And it's sad, man, because I loved me some Dr. Seuss books. Who didn't, man? The books were straight rhymes. It was all bars. And it was just like the it was simple, it was creative, it was all that. But now do you think about it? Dr. Seuss himself, a racist bigot. I mean, I don't even know if he was a bigot, but you probably can count on that too. So I mean, you if you think about his time and the generation thing, I mean, he probably was all the above. He probably was all the above. That nigga hate niggas. But <laughs> that kind of gets me into from then, sort of nineteen whatever. 
to 2021. So, um, you know, with everything going on right now, there's obviously a lot of Black Lives Matter things happening. Um, you know, I want to shout out to my Asian community. They are going through a lot right now. Um, people are just hating them. Walked into three separate spas. Uh, this dude and shot everybody in that motherfucker. Killed eight people total. So I definitely want to, and that's in Georgia. I do want to shout out to the Asian community. Um, we are there with you. I've seen a lot of interesting conversations on that whole thing. But I'm going to I'm gonna come here and say I'm with y'all no matter what. Um, I do want to visit Japan at least once. Um, but no, but, but on a real note, not to be funny. I definitely, with me, it's the bottom line. Um, hate, whatever. You know what I mean? Regardless. You know, you're getting killed for your ethnicity, your race, your nationality. I'm not with it, no matter what your shit is. Because I've seen people say, the Asian community hates us. Um, they don't like us. They don't fuck with us. And when something happens to us, they turn their backs on it. And I mean, I don't want to get into all those details right now because that just leads to more division. And I'm not with that. Trust me, I, I've been in the, the the Asian liquor store and they asking, hurry up and buy. And are you like, they be watching you like a hawk, like you're going to steal something. I'm just grabbing 140. That's all I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing one bottle. That's it. The beauty supply store owned by the Asian lady and her husband. And, you know, they're, they're on your ass, you know, the whole time. So, but that's not what I'm worried about. Like, I get that whole thing people are going through and that struggle because I'm a part of it, but. When something like this is happening, we got dudes just waking up one day and saying they're fed up. They're going to go shoot up a whole Asian spa, a whole black basketball court, a whole fucking white picnic. It, we, we can't have it. We can't have that kind of shit because we're all unsafe at that point. Now we're all just on edge constantly. I thought, you know, we hadn't heard of a big kind of shootout in a while. So, you know, we might have thought shit was sweet, but it wasn't clearly it wasn't ready to go so i mean shout out to the asian community man we are with you stop asian hate stop all hate stop black hate stop gay hate stop lgbtq plus hate like all of it gotta go for real and, and, and that's where i stand on that there's a couple things that i'm gonna go from here uh there's a couple directions i'm gonna go from here um i wanted to talk about senator tim scott um he coined this new phrase he calls it woke supremacy and this is to give y'all kind of like a a backstory on this, an idea of what we're working with here. This is a black member of the GOP, the one black member in the Senate, um, a part of the GOP. That enough should tell you guys something, kind of see where he's standing. He was comparing uh, white supremacy versus woke supremacy. What he means by woke supremacy is um, cancel culture, uh, you know, not being politically correct. And I think this is a classic case of the, the GOP trying to change, uh, create a narrative and then distort meanings of words. That's what they do. They distort meanings of actual words like politically correct. That didn't mean what they think it means now. Um, cancel culture in general wasn't what it was meaning wise until the GOP started making it something that was so terrible and awful because that's what they have to do. They're playing a game up there and that's sick, right? They're playing a fucking game with our lives. But what he means by woke supremacy is that, um, let me see, let me get this de de uh, definition now. So the woke that he would be referring to that politically correct, uh, the cancel cancel culture kind of thing. Um, and pretty much saying that it's just as bad as white supremacy. And this is the whole Negro, okay? This this is a whole ass Negro. So I'm gonna tell you, he's he, what is he? 
He, 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 how you, you can't be a white supremacist and be dark skinned, brother. I'm sorry. They're not going to, yo, they're not going to let you in. You know what? When you say things like that, they're just using you um, as the pawn and you're falling right into their hands. But obviously, I mean, this dude's what, probably 50 something years old. So he's long gone. This is his vibe. You know what I mean? Even Ben Carson wasn't that bad. Like, at least Ben Carson, like, I mean, he was a, a Uncle Tom, but. At least he was kind of with the shits a little bit. And we haven't seen him really lately. You know, he's been kind of chilling ever since that shit in the hotel where a nigga almost died. Fucking all them escorts and all them pills. But this dude, Tim Scott, man, he looked crazy up to his old bald-headed ass. And they just using him as a pawn. They love it. They're loving that shit because I don't think he realizes what he's doing. So he thinks he's trying to play a middle ground, which that's what they're using him for, to kind of be like, we're not all bad. We're not all racist. And of course, they're all not racist. But some of these policies and some of these ideas, because woke supremacy, what, Black Lives Matter, this all started because police was killing us. So if you have a problem with us organizing, just say that. Because that's what that sounds like to me. That sounds like there's somebody who has a problem um, with the way we're handling things. You know what I mean? Where we're sick of waiting for these motherfuckers to give us a fucking stimulus check. Waiting for, sick of waiting for these niggas to get in a big fucking office, sit there and argue for days and days and days not to make these votes so we can just sit and wait. We are out here struggling down bad, and y'all is up there having a fucking blast because I'm sure as soon as you make your votes and have your arguments, you go right out and get coffee and fucking pastries right at the little setup. Playing with our lives, man. That, that shit is it, shit's crazy. But back to the whole woke supremacy thing. Fuck Senator Tim Scott. No cap. Okay, I'm 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 not I'm not with none of this shit. Um, trying to put a word on um something like that, making putting supremacy after that. Come on, you're watering it down now. I mean, of course, the system. I mean. The idea we have right now is watered down. Of course, that's what's going to happen because so many people are going to get involved and it becomes so many different things. And I will under, I will say myself, um, cancel culture can go too far sometimes. You know what I mean? I had to look myself in my old tweets and, you know, put my ad in, put in a bad word and delete all those tweets with it. But that's what you have to do. You know, I think this is the first steps to a better world. And that scares the hell out of these old old these, I'll stop swearing for a minute. These old people. These long, saggy, nutsack motherfuckers. Look, I just swore again. That's what scares the hell out of them because Generation Z, the millennials, were taking these next steps to make change. And honestly, uh, if, I, if people are a little crazy canceling people, then that's okay with me, man. These celebrities don't have no... I don't care about these damn celebrities. Come on. You shouldn't have said nigga. In 1991, I don't care what the meeting was. If you was chill, if you was cool, if you're from the black neighborhood, I don't care. It don't matter to me, man. They're gonna cancel you. You gotta be cooler than that. You gotta be more. You gotta be smarter. And that shows for people our age now that 20 years from now we're not gonna have the same things with the same old tweets. I don't. Of course, the world was very different. I'm telling you, I found stuff from 2012, 2011 where I was saying some wild shit, and the world was a different place. But we have to be held accountable for our actions. We have to realize that things are just different now. We have to be careful. And that's why I kind of want to talk about Myers Leonard. Um, he is on his stream. So he streams. He's, a, he's an NBA player. He also streams in the meantime. 
um, which makes sense. I um, mean, the dude's a bum. You know, he's he's on the bench. I used to I used to fuck with him heavy a little bit. Um, I think he had Blazers for a little bit, and uh, he'd come off the bench, and I'll get busy with him real quick. You know, off the bench, he's a he's a tall guy center. But in his off days, he likes to stream, and he got a lot of off days. He plays for the Miami Heat, and um, he was on a stream playing video games. Obviously, if you know this, the, the Twitch community, the streaming, it's a lot of younger people on there. So he's on there in his element, I guess. He was having a blast. His wife is popping on TikTok. So he likes to kind of shake things up and be involved with kind of what's going on today. That's his whole shtick, right? This big, tall, seven-foot guy um, that's funny and hilarious and playful and relatable. I'm not going to repeat the word he did say, but he did say a Jewish slur. And the craziest part to me about this whole thing is that he was sitting there the whole time and um, like he thought about it. He was saying other things. Then he paused for a minute. Hold on. Let me let me play it. I'm, I'm going to play it just a guy, so you guys get an idea. Obviously, I'm not going to bleep out that fucking word, but hold on. Here it is. Let's go, baby. Fucking cowards. Don't fucking snipe me, you fucking... <laughs> I just dropped that on my head. That didn't even go to fucking. Um, anyways, so y you can hear it there. Um, I obviously turned it down when he did say the word, but if you notice, there was a long pause before he even decided to, you know, say what he said. Like, but I mean, he got he got a fifty k fine. Um, the internet killed him for mad long. A lot of people probably hate this dude. He was traded to Oklahoma City. Who the frick wants to go to? Frick. Oh, my God. Who the fuck wants to go to Oklahoma City? Nah, like, out of Miami. He was in Miami. You know, I've been to Miami before, so I can imagine living there and having a lot of money. Oh, he was definitely cheating on his wife. But let me start. Let me not start. And actually, no, I, I really don't care, actually. what? Like, I don't care. So, yeah, he was banned, then he was traded, and um, he's probably not going to play for a very long time, but either way, he was not getting any run. Uh, but shit like this, man, it just adds to kind of everything going on right now. Um, it's a terrible climate to say anything that could be a slur. So be careful out there because, you know, I'm telling you, yo, cancel culture, they are coming to get your ass. Um, I guess it's hard to cancel somebody who is already irrelevant, but... Trust me, we need to make that shit hurt because we can't. It just adds on to everything else going on already. It just adds to it. And we don't need that shit. We don't need a lot of these slurs and things like that. But whatever, whatever, man. Um, Who created a toilet seat with a cushion? I truly don't understand it. It's got to be some of the nastiest shit in the world. It feels horrible on your cheeks when you sit down and it's just a big, soft cushion. Like, I mean, physically, it could feel great, but it's the mental side of it that really be throwing me off. I, I just want to sit down on a nice porcelain toilet because, um, you know, humans, you know, if something feels OK in our mind, we run with it. It could be anything it could be dirty as shit, but we're going to fuck with it if it goes through in our mind correctly. If our computers compute our mental computers, which would be our brains, you know, computed right. But a cushion toilet, my man got a cushion toilet in his basement bathroom. Um, and 
I mean, we've been on that motherfucker for years, using it, of course. But you just imagine, just your, your, ah, <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a nasty feeling, man. I don't know who created that shit, but they gotta go to hell. Um, <laughs> but so I, I want to get into. Like this is this is gonna be the main topic of today. I don't have a Reddit question. I have this because I've seen this going around as well. Um, my my take on athletes and celebrities stating their views using their platform responsibly, um, political views on anything on current events, kind of putting in their two cents, letting people know how they're feeling, or just saying you know something like we need to stop this. You know, just just saying what they need to say, right? Um, some people out there believe that athletes um should shut up and dribble celebs should not worry about this because they'll do anything for a paycheck um i don't think that's the case i believe since you know they have these huge platforms these huge followings it's actually very useful It's a very lazy take. People always try to say the old Kanye, the old Kanye, but they didn't really know the old Kanye. They didn't listen to late registration. They didn't listen to 808s. They didn't do any of it. But I had to learn that I maybe I had to dial it back a little bit on my love for Kanye because I had to, I did look at him as a figure. You know what I mean? He always said something he wanted to say. He got things off his chest. He told us, you know, on national TV that George Bush doesn't care about black people. He might have been right, but nobody would ever would have ever made that move. And from that point on, seeing that on TV, seeing those videos, I said, OK, I, I fuck with this dude. Then obviously the whole Taylor Swift thing that was kind of wild, but it was fucking hilarious. It made for history um, and seeing how Taylor Swift, her career turned out. Fuck her, too. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not mad at that. And um, like obviously was so influential, so impactful on my life specifically. And I love it. So. When he got to that whole MAGA thing, make America great again thing, I had to dial it back and be like, yo, this, this nigga's kind of crazy. Like, I can't be defending him like I like I thought I could because that's what I, I spent a lot of time defending him constantly. That's what I was doing. And then I was kind of like, all right, he's kind of bugging out now. He was, he, and I still was defending him through that whole thing. He was saying some crazy stuff, but I always said, no, nah, he's on a different level. He's on a different mind of thinking, or this isn't real. This is that whole MAGA thing. I mean, he's not with that right now. That shit was fake. It was for the moment. Obviously, we did find out that he was going through some things. People love to discredit that whole idea that he actually is bipolar. He was diagnosed with that, and he has a lot going on in his mind. So people don't, could never understand that. And they just took for whatever he was saying as face value. And that goes to the whole celebrity people just taking whatever they say and running with it. And 
but to the more and that's oh but that's what i had to learn okay celebrities and all that you can't take their words for everything because in some cases motherfuckers is going through something they crazy right now so they're gonna say a lot of bullshit but even that i think starting those conversations and getting it going i thought that was important but what i want to talk about too is who i really have in mind right now is lebron james LeBron James, obviously, NBA legend, life legend, GOAT. He always speaks up on political things, current events, whatever's going on. He always says his piece, and he always speaks it uh, so eloquently, so nice. Uh, he's well-spoken. He always You could tell it's from his heart. It's from his soul, off the top of his brain, because um, usually in a press conference or something, and he just says it, and he's always going to get involved no matter what. We can count on LeBron to kind of have our back in that case. But there was an athlete, um, he's a soccer player, um, I know his name is Zlatan Bromovich or some shit, and, you know, he I won't say some shit, I'll give him respect, because I do know him, I do fuck with soccer a little bit, and I know he's nice, he's older now, but he had said, athletes, you know, we should stay out of politics, we don't know what we're talking about, and a lot of people took extreme offense to that, because... Uh, Athletes, they they have a place in it, and this is the whole thing that there's a plat. They have a platform, and you have to use it responsibly. He tried to say, you know, we don't know anything about it. We need to stay out of it. We don't. We we just we we are we're we kicking a ball. We're dribbling a basketball. We're shooting hoops. Like whatever. That's what we do. We we don't have an expertise in in politics, so we stay out of it. I just do what I got to do on this field, and no, and that's it. That's all. That's all that matters. And that's crazy to me. He pretty much said the shut up and dribble thing. And I'm going to give him some insight maybe because he's not from America. He don't realize what, I mean, even though he played here, but he doesn't know what's the magnitude of kind of shit going on here where athletes here, man, especially black athletes, they can't afford to just shut up and dribble. They can't afford to do that. They don't have the time. They don't have the energy to just sit back and chill because if you, if you notice, no matter if you're fucking 6'10 or 6'1 or 5'5, five five, the police are going to treat you the same in most cases. I don't know if you guys know. Obviously, LeBron James is LeBron James, but I'm sure the people out there that look at him kind of nuts, of course. But Sterling Brown, you guys know, he was a basketball player for the Milwaukee Bucks. I believe he's still actually with the Bucks. He was a rookie, though, then. He's in Milwaukee, relatively unknown, but he's a 6'9, six 6'8 six dude, and he was at CVS pulled up in the wrong parking spot and they ended up having him on the ground all tied up like bro this nigga played for the bucks yo this nigga and it was very unwarranted they did what they had to do they went crazy or what they had to do and that's in quotations i'm sorry make that clear and they did my man dirty so athletes they can't african-american athletes cannot afford to sit back and let shit happen um, the whole days of Michael Jordan saying Republicans buy shoes too. Those days are out of here, man. Our stars, our legends, our, our superiors, they have to make sure they're involved, truly. And, I mean, I can speak for the NFL, um, some players in the NFL, excuse me, the NBA, but they're also players in the NFL, but the NBA is huge on it. Adam Silver has done an amazing job in terms of um, inclusion and talking about shit and you know players wearing certain t-shirts and making sure you know that issues are talked about and that's because the players really do run that league so 
Um, shout out to the NBA. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Don't listen to anybody out there on this bullshit talking about, you know, we don't get we don't get paid to do that. But you have a platform, so use it. Some people they just caught up in, you know, their own lives, their own perspective, and they can't get out of that. And that's what that sounds like to me, because it might not be the same where he's from. So he can do that. He's also white, so uh, he can afford to kind of sit back and chill because we see that all the time. And that's perfectly fine. Go ahead and do what you got to do. But if you do want to speak out, I'm always going to be here for it, and I'm never going to be against it. And there is one thing I do want to give y'all real quick before I do get out of here. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people struggle with this, so I want to get into how to have a proper conversation. Um, and when I see people struggle with this, it's in my real daily life, uh, you know, daily i'm talking to people and they're just not getting it some people they'll just keep talking and talking and talking you respond and then they continue with what they're talking about and it's not even a conversation at that point now we're just spitting uh fucking facts about each other and and <laughs> that's terrible and people don't realize it, and they do it all the time but let me tell you right here right this is the, this is q steps to having a conversation want to listen to understand not to reply if the person, so example, if the person has a crazy story, don't reply with a crazier story that has happened to you. So, um, that's my two. Relax, step. nigga. Right Relax. Listen to understand, not to reply. If someone has a story, don't try to match their story or outdo their story. And that's constantly what we do. You know, I, I've been in rooms. I'm so observant, right? I said I've been in rooms where now we're just all saying crazy stories that happen to each other, and it's only getting worse and worse. But people don't realize. When you say that crazy story, you're now diminishing the person that just spoke before. And then the next person is going to say a crazier story. Now they're diminishing you. Then the next person is going to say an even crazier story. But that's not a proper way to have a conversation. That's just, that leaves people out of it. It leaves people kind of feeling fucked up. So, and I'm telling you, think about this. Next time you're in a room in a group, realize what the conversation is going on. Is it an actual like, well, we're learning from each other. I'm understanding him and we're kind of feeding off of that. Or is it just we're just spewing shit at each other and there's no substance here? And, of course, have have a blast. Sometimes those non-substance conversations are great. But it's just something that people need to realize just in terms of respect. You know, then there's the conversation where you speak to somebody and it's like speaking to a brick wall, that a brick wall that likes to talk because you're talking to them, okay, and they won't, like... They won't respond to anything you're saying. So if you're a good conversationalist, like I like to consider myself, now it's just me. I'm understanding everything you're saying, but I'm just replying to you. So it's just a constant me replying to you. And that's not a way to have a conversation because I reply to you. You don't build off of that. Now you're going back to something else. Now you're going back to something. And you won't listen unless I'm replying to whatever you said. So you're expecting someone to understand you but you're not giving it back. That's a goofy conversation. I'm going to sit there for now. I'm sitting here for two hours and I didn't reply to everything you motherfucking said and you ain't even asking no questions. So that's big Q steps on how to, um, um, on how to have yes, sir. I, like I really had to, yes, you know, sir. get that off. But we are at that time, y'all. It is the three-day weekend podcast with your boy, Big Q. I'm going to need y'all to tune in and lock in. If you fucking listen, make sure you at least subscribe to the damn channel. Because we here now. Okay? I took a break last week, but I ain't doing none of that, man. Ain't no days off in here. 
I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for tuning into the boy. Bottom line, I will never leave y'all out here naked again. I will never do that. You feel me? But I'm going to go ahead and take y'all out. Oh, man. Oh, wait. What song do I even want to play right now? Hold on. I'm bullshitting. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So I usually make this decision before, but I didn't I didn't make it before. But I'm going to go ahead and finish out this Masego, man, because I'm telling you, top down, driving, riding, baddie in the passenger. Come on. Hold on. Let's go, man. All right, y'all. Peace out. Tune in and lock in the three-day weekend podcast. You know the damn vibes. But my wife be in my dreams, bruh No, I couldn't see it I saw a silhouette I know I can make a way But when I wake up alone, alone, I just break out my phone Stick your head through the window. Through I the know top. the nigga, the menu, <laughs> nigga, want to order everything. That nigga you. was bullshit right now. You. Two yeah. yeah. I need a, I need a coffee, nigga, large. I need a coffee. Yo, <laughs> bad. Yo, a bad bitch. She's super thick. Hey. Uh, Come on. Niggas ordered Mad McFlurries. <laughs> Niggas is going... <laughs> Yo, these niggas is calling the police, nigga. Yeah. Police, nigga. <laughs> we ain't getting no sandwiches, yo. We ain't getting no sandwiches. It's the 3-Day Weekend Podcast.